Welcome to another edition of The Greater Work, the audio outreach of Christ Worker Ministries. Listen in as experienced employee and minister, Sean Gibson brings biblical insights to help you worship God, both in and with your labor. Now, let's get to work. Welcome back to the Greater Work Podcast as we continue our series dealing with occupational burnout. I'm your host, Sean Gibson. Now, while this series addresses some of the spiritual reasons and remedies for workplace burnout, it does not replace the clinical advice that you will find with a licensed mental health expert. If you're suicidal because of workplace stress, please do yourself a favor and do us all a favor and get help immediately. Now, for the whole selection of reasons that a person can experience burnout in the workplace, As we've discussed previously, some of the notable believers in Christ have gotten burned out because of an unhealthy fear remaining in their life, and that may be people-pleasing, trying to make everyone happy. And some are burned out because of some misconceptions that they had about the job that they're working in at the moment. In this episode, we're going to take a look at how work culture can create burnout. Recently at a business dinner, one of my clients opened up to me about the rate of burnout that they're seeing in their profession. And asking why he thinks that that is, he replied, we don't have enough staff. We are expected to now do the job of four people at a time, which is just way too much. Being in the medical field, this individual lives a life to bring others health and healing, but unfortunately, at the expense of his own well-being. Although he could easily leave that hospital and maybe go find a hospital that's better staffed, he said there's no guarantees because in the industry, every place is short-staffed. That's a very sad story to say the least. I've talked with other individuals coping with burnout because they have an overbearing micromanaging leader that's constantly looking over their shoulder. Because these types of leaders are so detail-oriented, they turn minor mistakes into major blunders just to assert themselves as the leader and to posture themselves above the members of their team. In the spirit of being a tyrant, these types of leaders thrive on fear, intimidation, control, and even manipulation to get what they want. They use fear to make you work harder due to threats of job loss or getting demoted. Intimidation is a tactic that they use to try to elevate themselves over you in the workplace as the end-all, be-all in that environment. And then there are those that, well, they cause their employees to burn out because of their need to control everything. I recently heard a staff member of a church talk about how burned out they are because of one of the lead pastors. He has a need to control everything. He gave me some stunning examples of what this pastor was doing, and frankly, it was not godly, and it did not represent the ministry. One of the examples that uh, this pastor does in controlling that stresses out the entire staff was demanding that the staff go forward with church services in extreme situations, and in this case, it was in the middle of a hurricane. Now, we're not talking a, a heavy summer shower with some breeziness. I'm talking about a hurricane with winds over 75 miles an hour, torrential downpours. You get it. And just to make sure that this staff member, what he was saying was true, he showed me a video on social media of this pastor telling the church body that despite the hurricane, they would be open for a worship service to worship God and encourage people not to let fear take over and ruin this service. This pastor manipulated his followers into believing that if they didn't come to his service, they were not passionate about Jesus and not true followers of Christ. That's horrible. You know, and along the same lines of difficult leaders, Some co-workers can also try to make your life a living hell. These co-workers may be dropping the ball, causing you delays in a project, or frankly, maybe they're just nasty in their mouth and their lifestyle, and that alone can wear you down over time. Whatever the reason may be that you're feeling burned out, 
please know that if your work culture and work environment is toxic, it is a breeding ground for burnout. Now, let's talk about how you and I, from a biblical standpoint, can move past burnout from our work environments to being in a better place, mentally, spiritually, and certainly vocationally. First point, make God and yourself a priority. Now, this is a partnership. Go to him and ask for help. Get healthy by going to him. 2 Corinthians 6.1 reminds us that we are God's fellow workers. Now, when we get too wrapped up in things at work, especially to the point that we don't involve him and ask for his guidance, we are telling God that we don't need his input. Now, listen, whether you know what you're doing or not, always get your greatest workmate, the Holy Spirit, involved in what you're doing. He will not only help you with your work, but he's also going to remind you that you need to take a break. And when you don't take breaks, you're going to burn yourself out. Second point, evaluate your situation. I mean, really step back and look at the situation for what it is. Can you improve this situation or is it pretty much set in stone? Run the situation that you're facing that's causing you burnout past some other individuals that you trust. Proverbs 15.22 reminds us that plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Your career is part of that plan. And sometimes we have to evaluate our situation and we can do this on our own, but we need the guidance and the advice from some outside help to strategically look at what is going on. And frankly, they need to tell us the truth. Either we can change the situation or that role has to change. The third point that we really need to look at is you have limits and you can't do everything. While we uh, do reference Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. If he isn't strengthening you to do that specific job, you're working in vain. Now, don't get me wrong. Workaholics love to quote Philippians 4.13, and they use it as a Christian glazing to excuse their unhealthy work habits. They work too much, and they're workaholics. My friend, know your limits, and if your manager keeps dumping works on you, have a meeting with them and present your current workload. If you can't do it all, do the best you can, and if that best is not enough, get your resume polished up. Go send it out and look for another role. The other point I want to discuss in point four, this is an interesting one. When we talk about difficult co-workers, difficult bosses, whatever the case, in this one, your godliness may be rejected. Don't be naive. The fruit of the Spirit is not always welcome with your co-workers or your boss. Jesus was constantly rejected, really by those that should have been fellow peers in ministry. However, there were times that he and the fruit of the Spirit were rejected by the Pharisees, and there were times that he chose to walk away rather than fight it out. He didn't lose out on the experience of being with these people. Instead, they missed out. And in one instance, the religious leaders tried to push Jesus off a cliff because they hated him so much. Uh, Luke 4.30 tells us that Jesus passed through the crowd and went on his way. You are not there to be a punching bag. You are there to work and you're there to be productive. And finally, this leads us to our next point. It may be time to move on from this role. Look, there are some places of employment that are beyond salvaging. You can't save them. If you go down with the ship, all you get is lungs full of water. Move on. Don't be a martyr for the company. Allow God to move you onto a different role. Luke 9, 5, uh, it tells us that if anyone does not welcome you, shake the dust off of your feet. When you leave that town, you do this as a testimony against them. Now, there is no job and no title worth burning out over. If you can't live a healthy life with God at work, then it's not the place for you to be. Unless God has called you to be there as a missionary to that group of people, get your resume updated and start looking for a new job. And if you are so burned out that you're depressed, again, 
go get professional help and even think about resigning, even if you don't have another job lined up. I know that's easy to say, but you're worth more. I want you to know that God has the final say in this and you will be fine. Now let's pray right now for those that are dealing with burnout from a toxic workplace experience and also dealing with toxic coworkers. Join me right now. Father, I thank you that yes, we're to be in the world, but we're not to be of the world. And when this world comes in with all the pressures and demands that is so common, especially in corporate life, we ask that you would remind us of whom we serve primarily, and that's you. We're your co-worker. You're our partner. You are with us throughout our workday. So, Father, right now, if we're dealing with burnout because of a toxic workplace, unless you've called us to be light in that specific place of darkness, we ask first off that you would bring healing to our souls, bring healing to our spirit, and in some cases, even our body when we get stressed out. And Father, if you've not called us to this environment, we ask that you would move us on, give us wisdom and favor with a new employer. We ask for your guiding hand to be upon us, and we're reminded that the steps of a good person are ordered by you. And we ask, order our steps so that we can walk in peace and liberty and joy in the Holy Spirit. We thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to The Greater Work, a Christ Worker Ministries podcast. The Greater Work is supported by hardworking listeners just like you. To learn more about Christ Worker Ministries and how you can become part of our growing outreach, visit ChristWorker.org.